The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. My favorite people, my my podcast listeners, knowledge has started meowing outside of my door. It is I, Jasmine, and I am joined here by some. Hello. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Might as well have just stream DJ Khaled like right at the beginning. DJ Khaled. Hold up, give a second. Call me asparagus. There oh my fucking god. <laughs> my name is Data, by the way, or my binary name, all right. Uh, anyways, I'm taking a break from being like we're. I'm part of the writer strike going on. If you can't tell, for the past few weeks, there's been a writer strike with the Writer Guild Association. I'm kind of a part of that as I am. My job takes on the form of writing the the next parts of history uh, for the universe, and I I kind of I kind of am not getting paid well enough, so I'm taking a little break uh, and, and getting on strike. So you're like Kang the Conqueror? No, I... First off, you might say Kang is a made-up character. We do have our own Kang. He's been... George Bush. What? I said George Bush. (laughs) Yes, he's ascended and come to our plane. (laughs) No, um... What was I saying? No, I write like the next parts of history. That's what the I'm nice data. parts of history. I, I am data. I am at all of, of, of the knowledge of the universe. That is that is literally my, my thing. Was it preordained like, for enough. for JFK to die? Uh, I can't disclose at all information. Uh, that will be an answer that is very complicated. I can't I can't I can't answer that. Um, but. <clears throat> What was I saying? Oh yeah, writers, writers strike. I am kind of on strike because my higher ups have decided they will not pay me in my Ethereum uh, anymore. Uh, so it's not the crypto. We I was going to ask like, if it was the cryptocurrency. It's, it's not the crypto. We have our own. We have our own uh, currency up here. We call it Ethereum. It's surprising that you guys also call it crypto Ethereum. Uh, but <clears throat> so, anyways, um, yeah, basically. I am here just to give a good intro into the writer's uh, stuff because uh, we're getting paid unfairly and we would like to be paid better. Uh, I'm going to give it back to Zach here, though. I have to go deal with, um, how do I say it? 
my black hole has decided to collapse in on itself. You might think of that as a dirty term. That's not exactly. I was going to ask if you had hemorrhoids. No, 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 no. We each of each of the cosmic beings that we are, we all have our own individual black holes that we have to manage. And, and, and everybody's process. got a black hole they got to manage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I do understand what you're saying, but n- this is actually serious. So I'm going to see you uh, next time. Bye bye. Okay. I was asking oh your friend my. if he poops, like. I wanted to know. I wanted to know more about his holes. I don't think that's what they meant. How many holes does he have? I don't. I don't know. I did not ask that. They didn't stick around for long, and they were more like a disembodied consciousness that was talking to me. Like fart (sighs) from Rick and Morty. Goodbye. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of, kind, kind of like that. Kind, kind of like that. Yes, yes. I said like goodbye, <laughs> Moon Man. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm wondering if I can find it. Goodbye, Moon Man. As no. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was an attempt, oh my and it God. went bad. It sounded like we like fucking went into a Kanye West song for a second. I was like, I'm scared. Should I run? Uh-huh. All right. So speaking of scared, uh, yeah, no. I would just want to jump into this real quick before we get into recommendations and all the stuff that happened this week and everything. But no, uh, Writings Guilds Association is a big thing that is happening as it I think it's happened before. But it has this is happened like... before. Like every so <laughs> essentially every three years, like they uh east and west branches of the Writers Guild of America represent eleven thousand five hundred writers of TV and film to no- negotiate a new contract with major Hollywood studios on their yes. behalf. The negotiations this time uh, were long expected to be like uh, tumultuous. You know what I mean? And uh, it it has grown like the television production and t- uh, movie production companies have grown so <coughs> rapidly over the past decade due to things like Netflix becoming a thing. You know what I mean? Uh, that they found all these loopholes and stuff not to pay their writers jack shit. Um, and that's not cool. You know what I mean? Like people aren't like where you would make $10,000 back in the day, you're making 500 now, you know, and with inflation, that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So, uh, like it'll affect movies by, uh, cause all these people are striking. Like they're, they're like the movie pipeline is totally going to be affected. It's surprising to me that the, the, the companies that don't want to pay, the writers, what they are owed, at least what they feel that they, they are owed, uh, is abysmal to me because what the thing is is that the writers are literally the backbone, the framework of your movie. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that help like build pretty much the dialogue, the foundation of how the scenes play out, all that stuff. And if you're not like treating them the correct way, then that's basically kind of destroying one third of your force for your for a movie or a television show or something like that yeah the and... longest strike was in 1988 <clears throat> it dragged on for 153 days and cost mm-hmm. that them billions of dollars you understand what i'm yes. saying billions well, they, have with ha- they have the like, halt on all these productions and everything everything in the movies and everything on tv it's, it's, is just halted right out right now, out of there i'm i'm with the writers associate writers guild associate the wga isn't and that's because i am a minor in screenwriting and this is literally my profession i'm going into uh and you could tie this into also how animators are treated kind of in the industry a little bit they're like certain anime not all of them but they're also in the same 
boat of like yeah, not they, being traded fairly. They, they feel like second class citizens, yes. especially when compared with <laughs> actors and directors on movies who make the majority of the, the pay. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. where would these people, What would, what's a director going to direct if there's nothing written? You understand what yeah. I mean? Like, what I mean, are the actors write, going could, to act in without it being written by professional writers? There's people writers. that can write stuff, but there's there's professional writers who have, like, the understanding and knowledge. And I know that might sound like, oh, what is it called? Ego, a little egotistic is, or, or narcissistic. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, that, like, oh, we know how to write better than you. That's not what it is. It's just we understand the context of, like, what sounds good together what what flows better or like a good example is like the the structure what what are like filler words and what doesn't need to be added and stuff like that uh and it it, i don't know just yeah yeah like so um in mid-april more than nine thousand of the writers authorized a strike with a 98 percent uh of the vote the most recent strike that happened i said the longest one but the most recent was in 2007 that lasted 100 Mm. days um so essentially what are they fighting for they're fighting for better residual pay which is a type of royalty for reruns and other showings which have been said is crucial is a crucial source of income for middle class writers who have been upended by streaming so like there's people who's writing at home you know what i mean and they're sending it into these companies and they're not getting paid for it for like what's literally on the tv in front of them you know what i mean so reruns for for this is what it is streaming doesn't have reruns anymore more so that's it's what's streamed and that basically they have found a loophole where that doesn't apply to the writers who write the shows that's what i'm saying like they're it's just, they, it's they, not they a good scenario. So what need to rewrite it? They need an amendment. It's a reformation that goes with the bylaws and stuff like that. Where, however, per many times per streaming or something like that, they'll get a like a percentage or or whatnot based on like that that. And it depends on how many times this. I don't know. Like they that's the numbers it's a whole numbers game at that point i mean yeah on top of that they're also <laughs> fighting for the abuses of so-called mini rooms so there's no one definition for a mini room I've heard but this. a I've mini heard room is made thing. up of a small group of writers who have been hired by studios before a show has been given an official green light but because it isn't a formal writer's room the studios use that as a justification to pay the writers i have less. heard of this it's like it's basically like like before the green light before the show is like yeah. put on air or any or like put into production this is a room of like just coming up with ideas for the show and they're yeah. milking it essentially. yeah writers in many rooms will work <laughs> sometimes work for as little as 10 weeks and then have to scramble immediately to find a new job because they're just cut off all of a sudden because the show is officially greenlit and they're not in the writer's room technically mm-hmm. so they don't get paid for that you know and what i mean more than and sometimes they'll cut off the writers in those mini rooms and find new writers for the show when it's actually greenlit and that sucks so on the on the studio side they're saying oh this isn't a good time for a major change in how writers are paid right now uh the advertising market is grim and cable and broadcast network which have been highly profitable for decades are hemorrhaging viewers uh wall street has soured on media companies since netflix lost subscribers for the first time in a decade last year uh we covered that on the podcast uh that is for studio executives to find a way 
way to turn their money losing streaming services into profitable entities and what better way to, for them and in their eyes to cut out the the writers you they're know cutting I mean? they're cutting out things that people they don't they like for them the higher ups really don't care about the first thing to really go when when hbo was cut was the animation stuff uh same thing with netflix literally they said they cut their animation department as the, like the fallout the yeah the fallout has been significant <clears throat> disney is in the midst of laying off seven thousand workers warner brothers discovery cut thousands of jobs and shelved titles last year as they confronted a huge debt load like many other studios are adopting similar cost-saving me measures just by firing all these people now you know what i mean uh in my thought i think it may be beneficial for these companies as i think keeping a smaller percentage of employees with like at, at like this is what i'm thinking from a business standpoint you don't want to make your business so large and have so many sectors of people on it that it's going to be like hard to manage it all and that's where the money is going to like be hard to like follow and it's going to have like uh mismanaged uh, finances mismanaged management at lower sectors and stuff like that and so i i can understand them trying to keep the amount of jobs more tight-knit by getting rid of some that being said they should have thought of this beforehand and didn't have to worry about this now when they have to do it uh, yeah, like, so um, a prolonged shutdown could hurt not just, like, the writers, but the actual workers that support production, such as drivers, dry cleaners, caterers, carpenters, fucking boom mic operators, lumberyard workers. Like, in so, like I said, in the 2007 strike, it lasted for 100 days, and the Los Angeles economy <clears throat> took an estimated $2.1 billion hit. So this is not looking good, you know what I mean? They would save money by wrapping this up quickly. So I, I can read over some of the things that are kind of so there's a there's a George R R Martin thing called Knights of the Seven Kingdoms the Hedgehite Knight which is supposed to go on HBO Max. These are just a, they, they, we're just listing a few notable yeah. movies, films, series that are on being on uh, hold on hold and on being hold. affected completely. By I know the I know in the Marvel Spectre Blade is on hold. I know the Fantastic Four film is on hold. I know. Uh, I know Deadpool 3 is not on hold. That one's actually still going through, but I think that one's basically being done written. Uh, season uh, 4 of Evil, Cobra Kai, uh, Big Mouth, Hacks. Uh -huh. uh, uh, what else? Abaddon Elementary. Like, oh, it does say Blade right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's all just... <laughs> severance oh no yeah severance, severance I mean, it's is gonna it's, it, it uh, should i feel like the team should be all late severance night talk shows i'm not big production. on late night talk shows but some people they live for it you know what i mean so there's not going to be any of that uh loot is stranger another things. show stranger things is on hold yellow jackets yellow jackets is on hold uh, like the, it's not a good time in hollywood for all of these people yeah. So, yeah. um, so yeah, we figure this out, which it should be soon, please soon. And that and I'm just saying as a consumer, but also as somebody who wants writers to be treated justly and also somebody who's going into the industry. So, uh, please figure this out. And, uh, it's just like, I, f I get, they're trying to figure out the financial status of their companies and whatnot, but like at the same time, you're literally paying like a backbone part of your in infrastructure for making the media that you that you want people to consume right and you're you're not paying them enough uh to where live they feel they if the <laughs> live and be justified for the work they're doing so yeah basically that's what's going on and it's going to continue going on for a while uh now 
<clears throat> to get into the actual recommendations of stuff that I have been doing or notes wise, I have finished major projects that I have done for classes. Yeah, uh, I finished all my finals too, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready for the summer. Uh, not necessarily ready for the next semester, but I'm sure by the end of the summer I'll be ready. Uh, I have some of my class to do. Um, I watched Parks and Rec in my free time to do that. I just started in season four and just kept going, which is fun because Parks and Rec is still a good show always. Always sunny, 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 sunny in Philadelphia is always still a good show. Yeah, uh, new season's coming out. New season coming out in June, if I recall. June 2nd, maybe? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, and then another, then one other show which I finally finished after the fourth and final season has been out for a year was Atlanta. Atlanta is in my top five favorite shows of all time as it is a great way of presenting modern life, but through a surreal lens and abstract and making it like, like how sorry to bother you does it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. And that's how it is through the, the entire show. And the final season, the last episode is my favorite episode of the final season. Uh, just because of how it ends. It is a perfect ending to how the show has run its course the entire time. Uh, and I recommend it to anybody, really. Um, there's there's all the, all every single season is amazing. If I was going to pick one that is the least strongest, it's the first season. Uh, and then, yeah, so because it just didn't have like the infrastructure it does after in the second and third and fourth but no it's a really it's a really good show really fantastic show uh and also a really good comedy uh it has dark comedy humor that's what i'll say uh another one i watched which was surprising to me because i forgot about it until i saw that it was added to hbo max this title is uh, is is absurd but <clears throat> it is made by the person who made Dexter's Laboratory, if I recall. I think it's his name. That's who it is. Kennedy Taratovsky. He made Primal. Um, oh, no. Samurai Jack. He made Samurai Jack. That's what it was. He made Samurai Jack. He made another show. The original Unicorn. or the new season or both? Both. Oh, he made both. Nice. It's, it's the same creator. Kennedy uh, Taratovsky is his name. He made uh, the show Primal, which I've recommended before. Uh, and then he made another show, which is called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. The best way I can describe it is there is... Four warriors that across time were supposed to protect the world. And in this current timeline, every, uh, things are not correct uh, for, their, for their reincarnation. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but it, it has some really good animation behind it, is what I'll say. It's, it's, it's a rubber hose style, but modern is the best way I can describe it. But it's, like, really well done. I don't know. It only has two episodes out right now. Uh, so it still has a long way to go, but right. I think it has, I think it does have some really good potential behind it. Um, you played, at least to my knowledge, Redfall. <laughs> I did. I fucking played Redfall, dude. Like, um, I'm, I'd say probably a good 70, 75% done with the game. It's really short. Um, yes, I was told. <clears throat> yeah. And it's fucking awful. Why did they do this? Like they capped it at 30 FPS. Like yeah, you so don't even get a solid, you don't get a solid explosion. Like you can just imagine like by playing the game right now, how cool that this game could be like in the future and how like high tech mm. and like 
beautiful the graphics could be, but I'm playing on next gen consoles only, and it's just that's shit. all it's, it's that's all it's on. It's, it's only shitting on the bed. Consoles. It is shitting the bed. Okay, like uh, not only that, but like the tracking uh, regarding the vampires, like awful like you can stand on boxes and they get confused you know what i mean like mm -hmm. the the uis run away and shit like that and i'm like oh my god this is fucking awful like the, their teleportation is bugged sometimes um i haven't had to uh restart this game as many times as, as i've had to restart uh um, disney's dreamlight valley but mm. uh well that game is pretty buggy it's still like it's not officially out yet you know what i mean oh, yeah uh but everything that you uh, do right now, you can keep when the game officially launches. So, which Got is it. fucking awesome. Which is why I'm putting in so much groundwork now because I'm totally gonna play this game as soon as it's out. But I'm here. For, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah, I've been kind of rotating Redfall in with. Uh, I did a little bit of uh, Mothman Equinox stuff on 76 uh, with you that one time. But since then, I've done it a, a few times and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I did that, uh, played more Dreamlight Valley, which is just fucking addicting, if I don't say so myself. I finally unlocked all 25 available characters, so that's cool. I have not maxed out on friendships yet, though. Who's the most obscure character? Obscure? I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of weird that they put Mother Gothel from Tangled in there, but not... Oh, I see. Yeah, they okay. only put her... Th that's the only one from Tangled that's in there, is fucking Mother really? Gothel. Really? Yeah, right. I was just like, what? You're not even gonna put the main character in here, you know what I mean? Like, like Jesus. What's her name? Rapunzel, right? It's Rapunzel, and then you have uh, Finn. Yeah, yeah. Finn, He's not Flynn, in there. Flynn. Flynn. Flynn Rider. That's what his name Flynn. is. Flynn. Yeah, Flynn. So, um... There's that, and then uh, they just have Stitch in there, not Lilo. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had uh, Olaf, Elsa, Anna, um, and Kristoff. They had all why of... the whole Frozen cast, dude. Not... What are you That's talking so about? Like, why are you asking that question? Like, out of all the things, you should be like, oh, of course they put the fucking. Well, the they could have taken out. There, like, they could have taken off Kristoff, and they could have. There's opinion... there's uh, Mirabelle from Encanto uh okay. like the which is good uh i was mm -hmm. thinking about some other ones but like there's ones that they can't put in there now because they're racist <laughs> like you know oh, yeah. like um aladdin or jasmine from aladdin and uh, uh mulan mm -hmm. they don't put mulan in there because it's racist yeah. and uh there's a couple of other ones that they that they won't end up putting in there but uh Overall, I'm really enjoying the game. I can't wait. Like, they, they have so much planned for it. You go to, like, the little hub where all the worlds are, and you could see all these blank spots that they're just, like, leaving open until the game is, like, ready. But uh, um, I think the next update, like, I think the update for early June... It brings the, it brings the it brings, thing into it. No. I think they, <laughs> they, they have a house teased up in the... Uh, uh, what the fuck is that place called? Not the uh, Sunlit Valley. I don't know. The dark one. The fucking dark one with the green flames and the purple ground. Uh, whatever that, that place is called. But uh, Maleficent's they... Land? What? Maleficent's Land? I don't fucking know. No, it's not Maleficent's Land. Uh, it's... Um, it's just not a the, real No, place no. It's, like, it's the Forgotten Land, I think. I think it's literally okay. called the Forgotten Land. But uh, there's a pumpkin house up there, which leads everyone to believe that the next update is going to have Cinderella in it. 
So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to do that. Hopefully they'll add more than one character and fix <clears> some <throat> of these bugs. Like how uh, uh, for Nala from from The Lion King, Nala Simba, Simba's Nala, um, mm-hmm. she, she has you do a mission where you have to put a fake mustache on, but it is glitched on my fucking character. Like, I have a mustache that I cannot remove. Uh, I can add a beard. I can't change what kind of beard. I can just add like a sailor beard. Like that, the whole menu is glitched. Like you can't, you can't access anything. So like you can go down once and you can go over once, but if you go down twice, uh, the cursor disappears, uh, and you have to back out of the menu and then open the menu back up. It's fucking crazy. These glitches that are in there. Um, yeah. So my mustache is glitched on. You can change the color of the mustache though. And it is now either a bright pink or a bright purple. I forget. I change it every now and then, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a wee bit glitchy, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're still playing Dreamlight Valley and uh, having a good time. You know? I, yeah, I have more free time now, so we'll see what happens. Speaking of free time, I, I had free time to go see a movie this weekend, but then I was told, don't. Yeah, you uh, were told, don't. Go see the fucking and, movie. And I was told to wait, and it's I haven't been spoiled yet. I haven't been I spoiled know. either. I do know the I do know the story and people people are right. it's it's Guardians Galaxy three Guardians Galaxy Volume three people we just don't tell them the whole time it's amazing it's great uh, it's a lot darker than what people expected yeah yeah and yeah to like my, I... to what I want to say this is what I want to say give me a second I just gotta oh, get okay, the right okay, voice. okay give me a second I gotta get the right voice um not that one it's longer than a second but okay what were you expecting. <laughs> uh something dark honestly like i'm happy that they went with the darker route to it like my my statement to this these have always been pg-13 films the first film came out in 2014 at that time it's been it's been nearly 10 years since that first film came out by then at like my age i am now a fully grown person where i can understand all this stuff and it's it's and whatnot and people are saying oh it's too dark for a kid's film these are not not every Marvel thing is gonna be a kids film. More on my opinion, I don't think everything on Marvel should be a kids film. No, kids I completely, I, like I completely agree and concur with what you're saying. And as well. and like, to me, who's loved the Guardians movies since the very beginning and is like my favorite part of the MCU, I feel like it's a good justification that. As as someone who's grown up to to the adult that I am watching these, I feel like these sh- the 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 films should grow up and become more adult and have these thoughts. So for this one, it's becoming a tough watch for animal lovers and kids as it deals with animal cruelty, and rack and, and rocket rack, whatever rocket raccoon. I was trying to remember his name and I got it backwards messed up. It, his his past, what I know, because he comes from a world in the comics called Half World, which was a world where animals were experimented violently and, and turned into these and turned into these creatures, and that's what this is dealing with. Uh, and and we're gonna see the backstory of that. We're gonna and process gonna, some trauma, okay? It's yeah, it's gonna be very difficult trauma. <laughs> Um, what I know though, is that the Rotten Tomato score audience wise is at like 98. It, it, it is, it is, up, it is high and it's because people really, really genuinely love this. And I think it, 
for them, it rounds out the Guardian story. And that's what I, I, I expect. I expect it to be very hard to watch, but at the same time, a bittersweet ending. Um, so to the people who are expecting it to be more lighthearted, I don't think you understand the MCU as you believe you, you think you do. What are you talking um, I, about? I, they're alpha gym bros who think that they're the smartest person on earth. It's not even that. It's the people that believe that all of Marvel films are kids' films. And I guess you could see it because they're owned by Disney, but at the same time, I feel like you can push the narrative for what can be considered a Marvel uh, piece of media, as Moon Knight did. Uh, this film's going to do. Doctor Strange 2, kind of, but it, it, not as much as it should. It's watered down on that one. Don't even it, lie. It, watered, it watered itself down on that, but it could have pushed itself way more. Um, yeah, and I think it's just like these the people who grew up watching this stuff has grown up now. Some parts are going to be more adult than others. And I think that's completely justified. Uh, Deadpool three is coming out and it's being rated R the first rated R film in the MCU, which is going to be great to see. Um, but one journalist is calling the animal abuse in the movie visceral, graphic, extensive, and shocking. And I think it's supposed to be because we're supposed to feel the trauma that rocket went through exactly as that and it's gonna be disturbing uh so and i think that's that's justified i think that's completely justified what also is justified is the lifelike dummy that they used of chris pratt uh do, have you seen this behind the scenes footage the behind the scenes <laughs> footage of the dummy yes i saw the image yeah, but i didn't should, uh, i didn't watch the video itself it, it's on the article you can watch it um, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, thing of the behind the scenes of it's from the shot from the trailer where Nebula is holding Chris Pratt, like his li like kind of lifeless body or whatnot. Uh -huh. They made a 35 pound dummy of Chris Pratt for her to hold. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh my God. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so crazy. That's horrifying. Oh man. I know, but it, it it's just, you know, Oh my god, she's going crazy. I heard her. <laughs> she went. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, they made her a life. Four arms body. probably hurt so bad. Uh was, they said it was like thirty-five something pounds for her to carry. Oh my god, hi Poor blue. blue. <laughs> she's just not getting uh, the attention that she needs. I know. I know. So yeah, um I think it it's just a good behind the scenes look at something like interesting of how they did it. Uh, it's so funny that she was like, I don't want to hold that. Uh, I know. It's so creepy. Uh, He's just but... like laying there lifeless. That's so fucked up. <laughs> you, what if there there was a part where Chris Pratt looks at it and he punches it? He's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Dude, speaking it's... of that, I saw a video earlier. Like, it's like a TikTok trend <laughs> where it's like, pretend there's something there and like next to your man though like and like freak oh, out yeah. like and yeah. like i it was just a compilation of all these guys freaking out because their girls were freaking out and it was so fucking funny like and the girls were in on it the whole time obviously you know what i mean but uh yeah no it was really good he's like why are you screaming like that why are you screaming like that <laughs> like but he was like freaking out just i just pictured brian the whole time that's yeah. the only reason. oh yeah that's that's a, it's a, it's the a thing that brian would say exactly <laughs> Um, what is it oh my god <laughs> we're gonna pro i think we see guardians when i get back 
I'm pretty sure is what we're going to plan on doing. Um, something that we already saw, but this is more information about like the background stuff behind it, and also the writers. It's a it's a it's a show on the writers and how they were treated during during the creation of this Doctor Strange too, baby. Uh, the writers were not able to watch the WandaVision before finishing the sequel, which is like that's sup- fucking. That's su- that's surprising to me. That's nuts. Like, you know what I mean? I don't... Like, like uh, that just gives me bad vibes for the future of Marvel. You know what I mean? Like now that this has come out, I'm like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't they know the story arc? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't they be able to see it like visually? That seems really off. To I me. think. I think it was that at the time before COVID was supposed to go, like happened, uh, Doctor Strange 2, I think, was supposed to come out around the same time WandaVision was, but then COVID happened and everything, and they had to like shift the scheduling and, and whatnot. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, it's just if, if they knew that if after COVID, like, after that whole thing, like, they still could have like adapted it so, like, the writers could have watched. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. This is like bad continuity at, at best, right here. Yeah, and says in regards to how they played out and Olsen's performance, the actress said, "I had to try and play it differently, even if she was basically working with the same kind of arc in both Wandavision and Multiverse of Madness, which is fucking crazy. Like the the continuity of the characters, like." She didn't just change. She's still a mom at heart. You know what I mean? She's hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, deeply hurt. And they really yeah. made her villainized. Like, like instead of just making a mistake. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <clears throat> which I, I understand know. why they did it. Like, for the that arc. But at the same time, they went really dark with her character. Like, they, they had that mm-hmm. bitch crawling out backwards. Like, a fucking grudge style. Like... I'm like, whoa, you know what I mean? Uh, I feel like... Don't get me wrong, like, I love a good horror movie. I love a good horror movie, but this this was not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, a fantastical acid trip, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, like the vibes off of the first one, except it was was fun. This movie was not fun, you know what I mean? Like, it was... this one, I felt like what they could have done with her character is instead of her still mourning, she like becomes possessed by like the dark power, or something like. That's kind of what they did, but more so like it's an possessed. actual possession, right? Actual like, possession. actually possession, and not her just being a <sighs> shitty human being for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then being like oopsie at the end, you know, like, like that. That, that should be like the the power of the darkhold. If you use it, you become possessed by the darkhold's power, and then you're a completely different person. But she was still the same Wanda underneath, but she was just making bad choices. <laughs> just right, exactly. Uh, like I I hate the idea that they kind of soiled her character like this uh instead of showing it as an actual possession look it, it, it's just uh, so you know what i i won't think about it it's just it's it sucks to see how like the writers were treated kind of on this like yo you have to create this but you can't know like the stuff before i don't i just don't see that doesn't make thing. sense yeah to yeah, me it like that's just <clears throat> I, I would never do that that's like i want you to make a sequel to this movie uh but you but can't don't watch, watch the, the first, first film right like that's (laughs) fucking nuts uh so it's it's like uh it's like how revenge of the fall and the second transformer film followed uh the first one they didn't have context from the first one so they just made up another story 
Uh, yeah. like, even in this article, it says, as MCU viewers will know, the changes in Wanda between WandaVision and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness were stark. They Wanda, were. WandaVision, <laughs> they WandaVision were and Olsen's performance in it was widely praised for its complex look at Wanda's grief as uh, she worked through her losses and trauma accidentally enslaving an entire town in the process. That was, yes. a, that was a beautiful look yes. at her. You know what I mean? Like, she is a deeply her individual and her trauma response was to go within herself you understand what i mean like i completely understood wandavision and the way they followed up with doctor strange too with her character i was was like i was like dude why is she evil now like she she like threw up that mystifying thing for doctor strange you know what i mean with the trees uh and stuff and then Mm -hmm. she like lowered it and he was like yeah i saw it like this the whole time I and, felt like there was like a chapter missing. <laughs> dude, I felt like there was a chapter missing. Like, oh my god. I mean, they did say they cut out forty minutes of the. Fa- I just need to see those forty minutes. Uh, anyways, it would have made happening, sense. Stuff happening in the future. Since we're talking about Doctor Strange two, Reed Richards made an appearance by John Krasinski. But immediately, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the film, how it's been a year, right? Yeah, just it's about been a year. So, do you think we could talk about it? What happens? Yeah, like, why wouldn't we be able to talk about okay, it? Okay, spoiler alert of what happens in Doctor Strange. Reed Richards becomes fucking spaghetti. Um, Spaghettified. Yeah, but but, but he's no longer there. So instead, for the new Fantastic Four film, they're choosing, I guess, different actors. And I guess it's for this version, like this this the, the, This the dimension. Universe. Yeah. Yeah, this dimension, instead of the one that Reed Richards came from. Yeah, it's um, it's not John Earth 60. It's so, Earth 1422, I guess. In I don't know. the past, like, there were rumors of Adam Driver in talks about being on the, the film, being uh, Reed Richards. Now, apparently... He apparently that it is. It, I don't know if it's official. It hasn't officially come out yet by him or his a- agent or anybody like that or the or Marvel. But there is a rumor of somebody I think who is actually in the industry going around saying he has accepted the role of being Reed Richards. <clears throat> so, yeah, like, yeah. So I basically, just, I'm, that I'm down if, if like that, Ben Swallow, you know, he's big guy. Uh, I could see him doing it, big. and if they go with the other option, which did is I mention Margo, that he is yes, large? Yes, he is large. If they go with the other option of Margot Robbie being Sue Storm, which I think that's a good role, anyways, you should just have her accept. Like she should accept it. She definitely should accept it. Oh, for sure, um, she should definitely flip flop over from DC, uh, where it's at right now. Honestly, uh, I don't. Know I don't necessarily see a future for her Harley Quinn there. You know what I mean? I don't know. James Gunn, well, he might have a way to pull strings, but I don't know about that. I don't know about that, especially, with, like I said, with the way that the the new one is uh, going. So Yeah, so it seems like he, uh, it, we'll just have to wait and see on exactly if he is the actual one, if he steps down, or if this is all true, and it's it's, it's going to come out and says he is. Uh, so if we have Adam Driver as Reed Richards, Margot Robbie as Sue Storm, then who's Johnny Blaze and uh, Ben Grimm? Yo, thing. yo, what if what if Chris uh came back and played Johnny Blaze? Uh wait, what am I saying? Not Johnny Blaze, Johnny Storm. Johnny Blaze is the ghost writer. <laughs> God. I oh, said it too without God. thinking, but like Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, sorry. Uh-huh, uh I know. uh Flame On. But uh that guy. What if Blaze he came on. back and uh but it was played by uh, uh Chris Evans. Yeah. 
Uh, I was going through the Chris's in my head. I was like, Chris, you know, Chris, that would (laughs) like I was going through all the Chris's in my head in fucking Hollywood for whatever reason. Nah, Chris Chan played by Michael Sarah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I've been shot. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Um, Oria Michael Sarah played the thing, and he's just like fully CGI rendered. Uh, over with with the body. Right, Honestly, but his voice comes through. Guys! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny as hell. Uh, I don't know, honestly, if I had a fan cast anybody for those real like choices, like new actors entirely. I think Meek, <sighs> I think Meek should come back and he should have his own show. Meek. Wait, who? <laughs> I'm talking about Meek. I know, I know who Meek is. Meek. Yes, oh, I Meek. think Meek um, should come in for a show. I think, uh, uh, what's his face asking for all the holes? I think he should be in there too. <laughs> my favorite, my newest is, favorite I think character. His name is Jazz or Jad. My newest. Like, J. He's my newest favorite character. Like, ooh, they should have Bruce Willis come back and be the thing. He's like, he's like the Babu Frick of of Marvel. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. He's like the Babu Frick of Marvel, and I just love him. I love him so much. Okay, so what if they got Johnny Depp? No, never mind. I went back on that one. Yeah. Um, what if they got? I fuck. Oh, okay. What if they got Aaron Paul as Johnny Storm? <laughs> I I'm, he's I'm too trying short. to think. He's too of, short. He's too short. I'm serious. I'm like he is. I'm really too trying short. to think of male actors right now that that aren't like doing something important. Or, or like aren't like doing, doing something in it. important. <laughs> I just mean it like that. I am I am bad at saying words. Uh, <laughs> All right. I, I think I'm I think I'm gonna just dip out in, in you, here. Give me a second. I, I I gotta get. I gotta. I just. I I gotta. I gotta. Okay. See ya. Zach. Zach. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> all right um no i th- this I is how, how my door bra- actually how my... sounds like your pantry door like <laughs> i know he has the this loudest my... pantry door ever it is very loud this is how my brain went when you said that <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> uh i don't know like literally I'm, I'm trying to think of people because i was I, when i meant by important I, like doing important stuff i meant i by, know like I know. I meant by like they're they're busy with like the work or so, like they're busy with like a long project. Or yeah, something yeah, like I get it. I, was, I get it. Because I was gonna, I I was thinking of like how Leonardo DiCaprio could be put in, but I don't know if he. Uh uh-uh, No, he's too old uh, to play know, Johnny just, Storm. Like you're looking for somebody in their late twenties, early thirties, like tops. I'm trying um, to think of people around the same age as like adam driver margot robbie i'm trying to think of keep it in that same sphere oh, but what's I, his I, name what's his name who played elton john he was in kingsman oh taron egerton taron egerton yeah yeah like, yeah like yes, really yes, yes 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 like i like taron egerton like he's that a good would be a good actor. one uh uh he he has like hot boy status you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you get like he johnny's very full of himself you know what i mean i think he would honestly do that a would very be, good that's job a really that's a really good choice I wasn't. Even, I was. Oh, man, you weren't thinking British. You were thinking American. No, I. I was thinking. I was trying to think all over, but like I was blanking on like modern Amer like modern male actors and stuff like that that are like 
open to do stuff, do like large roles like this. I mean, Taron like Egerton's uh, due for a really strong role like soon. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he's I know. he he's good at what he does. Like especially the biopics uh, that he does. He just did a biopic on that how Tetris started. I re- I remember the movie. I know he, he's a very I, serious actor, but yes. at the same time he he knows how to pull off comedy as well. So I would say I would say Kingsman has kind of showed me his his comedy sphere. Oh, I love uh, that. And you know he's down with the action. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, like so, he's not afraid of a little action scene here and there. Speaking so. of action, Loki season 2 is coming coming together. It uh, is. And there's is. there's some first look at some new characters and some art that has been released on Twitter. Uh it's just it's a look at um the TVMA crew that's going to be in the next season. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a group of uh, five people, uh, which will follow, uh, I guess, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Kehu Kwan, uh, these other people, Sophia Demo. Oh that one she- bitch with the fucking with the with the baton. She was in the first uh-huh. season. Uh, yes, and then that dude uh, from behind the desk, right? Yeah, Wunmi Wun, Wun, uh, Musk Sao as Hunter B fifteen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gugu Mbatha Ra as Ravana Renslayer. You got Sophie. Oh, so Gugu Mbatha Ra is in there too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sophia Di Martino as Sylvia, of course, coming back. Tara Strong is going to be in here Strong, as a person wow. called Miss Minutes. Uh, Jonathan Majors is back as Kang. If he's not in prison, uh, we'll see how we'll see how long <laughs> that lasts. Uh, <laughs> That's why I said if he's not in prison. <laughs> uh, but um, no, no. I still the, like Jonathan the, Majors the, as an actor. I like him as an actor, but can, like all the stuff that's coming out is really kind it of. It sounds not. It, it's sullying his name quite a bit. It, it but is, I, it, I have learned not to, you know, um, cast cast stones at uh, people. Cast dispersions yet? Yeah, yet. You know what I mean? There's nothing legally going on. But until, speaking of legal dispersions, uh, something that legally happened today is that uh, Trump was found guilty in the rape of a woman in 1997, and he paid in he in court. Has to pay her five million dollars. That is a real thing that happened today. Oh uh, yeah, twenty three minutes ago. From yep, CNN. that is something uh, that is completely real that happened today. Was our former her, rapist can... president, <laughs> who yeah, was a rapist officially? 19, like nineteen ninety six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, to all you who voted for a rapist, thanks. But uh, we can have Republicans without them being rapists. I'm just saying. I, 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 I am all, just saying. Our, our presidents have kind of been a little lackluster over the past few years. I know. It's because uh, we're choosing from a gene pool of, like, five of the richest fucking families in the entire United States. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Like... All right, so... Oil companies, pharmaceuticals, they're all going to come kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna we're, go try to make. I'm gonna go try watch, to make a car. Dude, for real. Oh, watch, I'm, I'm gonna go make a car that runs off of water. I'll see you guys never. You know, somebody tried doing that, and they got and assassinated. They, they never were heard from again. They got assassinated. Uh, they did, 100, percent because it affected the oil industry that much. Like that, this person was just like, "Hey, I, I can make gas out of water, actually." When, and they're all like, Ch-ch-ch. "When they were when they were trying to make a water engine, and then this is what the oil company said." <laughs> all of them <laughs> swear to god <laughs> swear to god dude like they literally went death to all of them in a room and then slammed their fists down and they're all like in agreement, and then they all touch their signet rings together like and then touch chips and then kill them you know so like like dragon ball style so swear to god like fusion hoss <laughs> type shit dude like fucking 
like, they, they could be, they be an even bigger asshole than they were before. Straight up. Straight up. All right. So uh, we're still in Tom Hiddleston era as him and Mark Hamill are making a, a thing of a Stephen King adaptation. Oh, yeah. And I just want to uh, clarify that I'm not standing up for Biden because I called Trump a rapist. Uh, well, I don't like him either. I, like, I just I, I'm just saying like Biden is Biden is slowly losing his memories. Oh, straight up. Like the, the man has dementia or something like that. And he's like losing his train of thought. It's and it's really, really fucking it's, sad to see that we elected a president who doesn't remember yesterday's dinner. You know it, what I mean? Like it's really bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, it's just fucking crazy. So yeah, no, there's two. So the two actors, Hiddleston and Hamill, Hiddleston and Hamill. We're talking about our that, deep voice, sexy voice acting. You know that could be that could be a buddy cop show, Hiddleston Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Hiddleston and Hamill this week on Hiddleston and Hamill. All right, so uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I so come, I was trying to come up. I was trying to come up with dialogue for for like a small bit. No, we're 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 not even gonna bit this. So the there those two are coming together for a brand new Stephen King adaptation, according when to Deadline. Stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whenever the twelve-year-olds actually get sexually abused, but um the the I'm sorry. Uh, the two. For real, he wrote a sex scene between twelve-year-olds. That's so fucked and up. I'm, dude. I'm never gonna justify that. Because I'm never gonna have that justified. It, it in my doesn't. Eyes. It doesn't. The movie did a much better job of how to show the connection these kids have, rather than a sex scene. I know of twelve-year-olds. just that shit was bizarre. A... I was like, whoa, <clears throat> this does not need to be read by anybody under the age of eighteen. But mm. uh, so the two actors are best known for the roles as Loki and Luke Skywalker, respectively. Okay. Uh, uh, they will start in Life of Chuck, which is a short story from King's anthology, If It Bleeds. Uh, the Life of Chuck, it will, uh, it'll be directed by Mike Flanagan, who previously helmed Dr. Sleep and The Haunting of Hill House. Um, yeah, those are both really good. Actually, in adaptation-wise of Stephen King stuff, those are both really good versions. So, I like that. Uh, so, originally released in 2020, the anthology contains four novellas with The Life of Chuck split into three acts, moving in reverse chronological order. So, it starts with the end, goes backwards. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm reading how it goes. It is three separate stories linked to the biography of Charles Krantz, also Chuck, in Chuck, reverse, beginning yeah. with his death of, from a brain tumor at 39, ending with his childhood in a supposedly haunted house. Yeah, so. uh, it'll be the latest adaptations of King's work, which have been shown in film. Uh, and it's going to have plenty in common with King's other movies, especially Stand By Me and The Shawshank Redemption. So that's the kind of so story that we're going okay. for here. It's like okay. a more serious thing. It's less horror. You know what I mean? Okay. Less horror-based. Well, so. you got you get the suspense of, like, I guess the, the stakes that are going on. And right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think this one likes to be good. Mike Flanagan has done some really good stuff, other than like uh, adaptations of Stephen King work. But like for the stuff that he's done, Doctor Sleep was a really good Shining uh, sequel, shining. and also an adaptation of it was of a book. Shining and gem a, and a Shining sequel. Thank you, guys. Yes, and and the Haunting of Hill House, which uh, which if I I've only recall, seen half of it, he did the the the, the series. Uh, I like that series uh, as as an adaptation of the work. So. Um, yeah, no, I think this one will actually be pretty good. Um, there was a re there was one that recently came out with the kid from it. 
uh, who played Billy, if I recall. I cannot remember the name of the movie that came out. It, but it was it was another adaptation of a Sting, Stephen King book, and it did really, really bad. Really, really, really bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, so. yeah. Somebody's phone. <laughs> Not the black phone. Like Mr. Harrigan's yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, like somebody. Mr. Harrigan's Mr. phone. Mr. Hannigan's phone. Mr. Uh, uh, it's bringing up my hero academia. <laughs> You probably no, fucked up the typing. That's not what it is. I'm gonna type in it and then just bring up Jaden Martell, the actual actor. Damn, she is loud. My cat. Uh, Mr. Herring Herringen's phone. Mr. Herringen's phone, which has a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not completely terrible, though. It has a six out of ten on IMDb. 61% has... of people like this movie, and Metacritic gave it a 55%, which for direct to Netflix movies, you know what I mean, is not terrible. Yeah, audience audience score on Rotten Tomatoes though is a 50%. I mean, half 500. of the people liked it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, things of sadness and. Uh, well, it's not sad. It's bit, it's, it's sad. it is bittersweet for sure. Like so, uh, <laughs> while we were talking about Mark Hamill in the last one, uh, we got some video coverage of uh, Carrie Fisher finally getting her Walk of Fame star uh, as she deserves it. Posthumous. So uh, yeah, she deserved it. You know what I mean? She was in a lot, a lot of like really monumental stuff, especially uh, from the '80s into the '90s. Uh, Billy Lord, uh, which is her daughter, also famous uh, actress who played on like American Horror Story and stuff like that, um, came together with Mark Hamill and made an emotional tribute to uh, her mother as well. Um, pretty much just, you know, she deserved it uh, not to die. That's not what I mean. But uh, she uh, she deserved her Walk of Fame star quite a long time ago, which I agree with. It's like it's not like they're gonna run out of road, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they could just like add another side to it. I but am, uh, I'm have you ever walked on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? No, I've never been to LA. Oh, you've never been to LA? Yeah. I like, so it's, it's I've been to a majority crazy. of the countries. I've been to a majority of the countries in this in this uh, majority of the states in this country. I was about to the, say I was like the majority of the no, countries. No, no, How many I have you been to? Zach? Zimbabwe. Exactly. Into all the countries in the United States. <laughs> oh, one, two. <laughs> yeah. So I've been to almost all states except like a, the main last few are all on the West Coast. So that includes California. Uh, so I've never been over that far. All I know is that uh, LA is a. Woo! LA is for uh, a different breed of people, like for real. Like there's fucking Lambos everywhere, right next to homeless people. Like it's it's fucking bizarre. It's like Dubai, you know what I mean? Uh, just no, for real. Like uh, I took a I took a Hollywood tour through Beverly Hills as well with my family, mm. my dad, my uncle Peter, uh, his wife, my sister. Like we all it, we did a tourist thing. You know what I mean? And uh, I learned a lot of things about Hollywood. And the first one is that, one, it smells like shit. Two. Oh, yeah. No, I've known that. Yeah, there's a whole smog thing going on there. Mm -hmm. um, like, you can't see through the sky. It's fucking nuts. I wonder uh, why. Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. 
Um, but the the it smells like shit. There's homeless people everywhere. So if you're not prepared to get harassed on the side of the road, like just like don't it, go it's, there. It's it's not you know like I mean? it's not like people leave their whole like a whole life away to try to go start something in L.A. and make themselves big themselves, and then they kind of fail, and then they're stuck there. Right. It, so then you have actresses and actors living on the street. Like, um, the last thing you want is to be attacked by a group of documentarians who have been trying to make a successful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that is it's, something it's that a, would not happen. We, this there. feels like, like a personal I, attack on LA. It's dude, not like that. It's just like no. It's a completely a personal attack on LA. It's, it's the, too it's expensive. The environment that spawned from from like everybody like kind of like deciding that'd be a great place to go. I don't know. You know um, what? Like I didn't like LA, but I did enjoy San Diego. I love San Diego. Mm-hmm. San Diego was beautiful, and I would love to go back to San Diego. So, so uh, yeah, Carrie Fisher, Walk of Fame, she made it. It's a nice tribute. Very nice to see her being recognized. Um, as majority of people are going to definitely recognize her. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's great to see. But before we start the break, we have one more thing. This is not even, this is not Disney. This is Warner Bros, baby. Warner Bros. It's, com- it's coming from the voice of David Zaslav, the CEO. Zaslav. David Sorry. Zaslav, the guy who also ran Discovery before the merger. Um, I can't believe these Discover these nuts, bitch. I- <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I wish I had the hawk. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know yeah. you're stopping such a no I can't play that one <laughs> Taja <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we need to we need to get the, the fucking uh, biopic thing or not biopic uh, the biography like reading from the, the Prince Charles himself uh... Master Chief no, oh my god yeah, you should play Sorry. that one you should play that one uh, i love that one. This one mr chief you mind telling me what you're doing with that brute sir this brute's throwing that ass back in a circle he will be in the spin cycle he's been practicing <laughs> so uh, that's so fucking wild i fucking love that one though but uh What's this i see you don't have a life oh <laughs> It's not a boat. It's a bathtub. It's not a beach. God. It's a bathtub. I can't. I can't. Okay, I'm done playing those sound bites. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is a wild quote from from the CEO of, of Warner Bros. The Meg. Um, the CEO literally. He's like, we're we we need to unfuck the the DC. You know what I mean? Oh, so that that's like planning, I feel like that's his mentality before he says this. He's tease the greatness of what gun is planning and what he and, and this is literally the quote i'm gonna read it out uh we got james gunn and peter saffron working on very hard on dc actually let me saffron's got a I, gun i gotta do <laughs> <laughs> i gotta do the voice give, give me a second saffron's got a gun dc's on the run and Peter Safran <laughs> working very hard on DC, which is going to be a very big growth driver for this company. We are very bullish on DC. The Superman script first draft is done. Gunn is on a mission from God. It on is a, a really good moment to prove God. out on DC. Yeah, I want to be it's, your little pee-pee piss boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want you to embarrass me. I want it Mom, to get embarrassing. I want you to embarrass me. I want you. I want. I want it to be bad. I want to be sopping wet by the end of it. I want us <laughs> to be two completely different people after the first twelve hours. All right. So, uh, yeah. No, he said like I, it's just that's one spot that I really know, sticks out. I know. John is on a mission from God. The mission like, from God. Oh so he's putting a lot of lot of emphasis on the Superman. Uh, is this going to introduce us to a new version of the Superman? It apparently is going to have him reconcile with you his think he's heritage as a human, upbringing as Clark Kent. Apparently, I feel like he's going to be black. crypto. Crypto the dog, the super dog, has been added into the the film. I thought you were going to just stop at crypto. I was gonna, I was gonna like pull out my metaphorical gun and like shoot. The no, no, no. Uh, Superman like... Legacy is all about how Superman, as Clark Kent, is getting into Wall Street and trying to get into the the modern business aspect of crypto and making his own crypto version called Kryptonium, which is no, no. It should just be called Crypto, Crypto, Crypto. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Or Krypton. That's it. It's called Krypton, and that's the that's the currency that he makes, and that that's the that's what it's about. <laughs> I can't anymore. I, I'm not my, about this movie any longer. Oh my god! It's a it's a mashup between the GameStop uh, stock crash and uh, Superman. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, I've heard I've heard many things about this. I it. Apparently, we'll kick off the movie part of the DC Studios Gods and Monsters Part One, and that'll be followed by Brave and the Burl, Brave and the Burled, Brave and the Bold, Brave and the Bold, which is the Batman film, Supergirl, Swamp Thing, and more. Uh, apparently, the pre-production has already kicked off last month. Costumes, production design, and more are now up and running, so they're already going through with this. I need to know who they're casting as Superman. That's all I care about. I know. I said he's probably going to be black. I feel like that's like the next thing to do. No, no. I was told that the the, the black Superman film is going to be an Elseworlds one, while they're working on this separately. Uh, and this is going to be the official Superman for the DC uh, the DCU. Um, <clears throat> so, um, because I know we talked about the black Superman film being made, and I remember hearing that they that i think it was james gunn that talked about how that's going to be an elseworlds uh film like the joker films and stuff and the and the pattinson batman uh battinson uh films <clears throat> but i if they should choose michael sarah as superman <laughs> do you not I, like my choices of michael sarah i feel no, like he's not i feel like I, eric andre would definitely fit in way better eric than... andre should be lex luther what are you talking about he just rolls out completely hairless <laughs> i shaved myself superman <laughs> i shaved myself superman you can't and then and then, and then and then he starts to get weak <clears throat> What what did you use? I used a kryptonite razor, Superman. <laughs> I have high level doses of crypto, Krypton's uh, uh, most awful kryptonite. You know, I have like, high level doses of Krypton radiation coursing through my skin. Like fucking Superman sitting there, he's like, 
Lex, you know you're gonna die, right? <laughs> <laughs> you gave yourself like four kinds of cancer. I can, I can like, see, I can, I can see I, through I you, and you have tumors growing on your kidneys. All like right I was now. gonna say, I was gonna say, I can see your kidneys shutting down. <laughs> Literally, though. Uh, all right. Your blood. liver is two times the size as it normally should be. <laughs> you should really get that checked out, Lex. All right. <laughs> oh, Superman just produces bad news to a lot of people. Uh, that would be a great comedy skit. His name, his name would be of uh, Hindsight Man, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure Hindsight Man is actually a creation by South Park. But uh, is it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Or Captain Hindsight. It's Captain Hindsight. I remember it because there was a video. There was a, a thing. Uh, hindsight, uh, formerly Hindsight Lad, is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books made by Marvel Comics. Oh my god. Captain Hindsight... Is uh, a real superhero, though, in Marvel. Cap yeah, but Captain Hindsight was a South Park character. Who yes, yes, Captain to... Hindsight was a news reporter. <laughs> so stupid. Yes, so stupid. yes, he was the news reporter. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Hindsight, which was called Hindsight Lad beforehand, is an actual... Uh, it's, it, uh, it, and it, his it, ability our, was to co uh, it was a computer programmer and researcher. That's what I was it gonna says. say. His, his power, the power of hindsight, is literally just like knowing what happened after the fact. So, or knowing what could prevent uh, what happened after the fact, which is like a common knowledge thing. It's it's not even a, it's, it's normal power. Everybody's got a normal power. If you don't have hindsight, then you don't have superpowers. Um, <sighs> <laughs> that's a bold statement <laughs> all right on this note we gotta take a break and we'll come back we have more stuff to talk about yeah we <clears throat> we'll be back momentarily stick around ah there you are take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet wanderer you're halfway there You are now fully rested. And we are back from our little break that we had there. Uh, we have been way too distractible <laughs> these last couple of days. Oh no. Not the not the dreamscape. I I can't do this again. I can't! Hello. Oh fuck. <laughs> It's not. It's uh, not the nightmare. It's the my nightmare. Name it's is back. Clippy, your friend. Clippy, can you throw it back in a circle? Okay, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> throw it back, Clippy. Uh, yes. Oh. Move those curves. Oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, like the only curve that Clippy literally has, <laughs> dude, is the fact that it's a paperclip that curls around. Like mm -hmm. that's the only fucking curve that Clippy has. But yeah, so we are back, and we're always fucking around. And um, let let's just jump right into it, man. I got I got more voices. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're going analog since we're talking about Oppenheimer. Oh. 
Okay, Dude, your laugh sounded was. like a fucking fart. Like, I'm not I'm... even going to lie. Like, if I could rewind that live right now, like, so that you could hear the sound effect that just happened from you laughing, like, wow. That's I can like hear you. I can. I can hear it if I turn on to hear myself. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did your laugh all of a sudden go all hit the clown, dude? Yeah, while we're talking about people getting melted, um, uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer got a lengthy new trailer, guys. So uh, you guys haven't checked that one out. Uh, it obviously is going a little bit deeper into the story of Oppenheimer. It got um, vibrant uh, explosions. It got vibrant explosions. It's a uh, it's a mix between vibrant and violent. Yeah, it's just a over three minutes long, which is relatively long, like for a final trailer. You know what I mean? Because they usually hover uh, just over two minutes or just shy of like two and a half. That's usually like the typical length for a like final trailer, and uh, uh, it gives us a good look at the wider cast as Oppenheimer and Groves recruit the best scientific minds from across the United States, uh, including Tom Conti as uh, Albert Einstein. Uh, this, is a, this is how I feel about this. Oh. Like we're gonna just take our clothes off? Oh my god. This is what Clippy <laughs> should have been dancing to, dude. What the fuck? Why, we, why was Clippy dancing to the fucking... Alright, cut it off before we get going. <laughs> it was like fading in and out anyway. I was doing it on purpose. I was oh, messing okay. with the volume. Like... <laughs> But anyway, it's expected to be one of the bigger movies. Yeah, blow it up for Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. There you go. And that's what the Japanese heard in 
when the first settlers came here. To hang up that computer call, come over here and kiss me on my hot mouth. <laughs> I'm feeling romantical. And then the second after that happened. Yeah, to all of them. <laughs> Not the pillage and rape of the fucking babies, bro. So like, literally, though. America is so wild. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about America make America and its great wild again. Takes. When was it great? <laughs> Please explain. Please All right, explain. so Oppen Oppenheimer, which is gonna, which is gonna be a great look because it is. It tried to recreate the Tenet Trinity nuclear test site without CGI, which is. I know impressive. that's why I said for this video we bought a thousand nuclear warheads and we're gonna see which one goes off. Stay we're tuned on this. <laughs> we're we're, re we're reopening Bikini Atoll and retesting things for a movie. Uh, people actually live there. Uh, all right so uh, uh this movie this no movie you gotta hit you gotta hit the spongebob thing if you're talking about bikini atoll because that's what it's based off of oh fuck which one am i gonna hit though no the jellyfish uh, jam you, you know what, what I <laughs> you what <laughs> oh my fucking okay. god we're moving on to mortal Kombat too and i may have yes. found it's fucking johnny cage okay you want to know from who Fucking none other than the boys, Carl Urban. Okay, the finest of the potty mouths out there. The, oh, yeah. Our our New Zealand, yeah. our Auckland, our, our our Aussie baby. You know what I'm saying? Like our favorite man who mm. says cunt on TV. Like, I, I mean, wait, hold on, hold on. I gotta bring it up. Where is it? All of these things are serious. You know what I mean? Like, being such a Cunt. Yes. Cunt. Okay. Cool. Sorry, I had to bring up Auntie Nana for a second. Yes, because they're also from New Zealand. Yes. Uh, or Australia. I, that's why I said Auckland, New Zealand, uh, well, then and, I, uh, I and then I said exactly. and then I said Aussie because it's kind of like the same. That's, it's almost yeah. the same accent. It's almost. But the same I, feel, accent. I feel like they so. get. I, I feel like there's some of them that probably get mad if you like confuse the two. Doesn't matter. Johnny Cage is coming to Mortal Kombat too. He wasn't in the first one. He's now going to be in this one. Carl Urban probably going to have to shave his face. Is gonna is gonna be in this one. Uh, <clears throat> it's so. sad. I think he's so sexy with the beard. I think he can do both great. He's been in a bunch of shit, and and it's sad that you haven't seen one of my favorite films, which is the first one listed, Dread, on here. I thought you were gonna uh, say R.I.P.D. or some something fucking stupid. <laughs> like I literally thought my, you were gonna say something so favorite, fucking stupid. My favorite like, film is. If you say Event Horizon, I'm gonna slit your throat. Is, like, uh, what, what was the one called? Space Chimps. The fucking I am Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. Chimps. Yeah, from... no, there was there was this <laughs> film that was. I think it was called Space Chimps. Uh, what I what I, what I call it is the film that you would watch. The Planet uh, of the Apes. Eight. No, it's it is called Space Chimps. It came out in two thousand eight. No, Planet of the Apes. That's Space Chimps. That's what uh, that's what we're talking oh, about here. Patrick Warburton is in here, and also Andy Samberg is as well. Wow. Uh, all right. Now Mortal Kombat two is going to happen. I'm pretty sure this is going to be released in theaters i don't you think know it's gonna be released in theaters because like didn't it go directly to uh streaming? it was released simultaneously in theaters and on hbo max was it the first one yes um shit i watched that shit at home like, it was twice. the most streamed movie of all time of all the films hbo max released and on streaming in 2021 um but yes. yeah because they so actually gave a damn about it for like two seconds 
Yes. So yeah, no, it's it, fans were disappointed to see not Johnny Cage in the movie. I kind of was. They but said, now well, we they teased him for the second one. You know what I mean? They like they did. So we're gonna see him like now. We're the whole series him. is not about Johnny Cage. Okay, it's I about know. like yeah. all of the Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what are we moving on to next? Video games. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna move. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna slide to the right. Uh, take it back now, y'all. Um, what? What is Concrete Genie? I'm trying to figure out what they made. Yeah. So, uh, Sony Studio Pixel Opus, uh, Pixel Opus, best known for Concrete Genie, is shutting down. So, um, like in a tweet post. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you keep finding these SpongeBob ones? Like, that's so funny. <laughs> but uh, in a tweet posted today, Pixel Opus said that the studio's adventure had come to an end while thanking its fans. Uh, Dear friends, our Pixel Opus adventure has come to an end. As we look to new futures, we wanted to say a heartfelt thank you to the millions oh, of passionate players. Oh, really cool. Uh, what? I was looking at the game, uh, Concrete Genie. I was looking at it. It actually looks really cool. Really cool art design behind it. Yeah, it received it <clears throat> received a lot of uh, praise uh, for its lavish artwork, uh, and it said uh, success in Concrete Genie comes easily, probably too easily for some, but that ease let it let it lets its best moments breathe at heart. It's an exercise in the pleasure of the artistic process, just like Concrete Genie's core idea. You never really oh. have to paint, but I absolutely wanted to. Oh, you drew on like walls and made creatures come alive. Yeah, that helps you out on journeys and stuff. That's cool. It kind of and reminded this, me, this that, game... that that kind of reminds me of that one that we played. Uh, um, Chicory. Chicory. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> this game could have done good, and it actually has a really good art style. It sucks that this company that is going under. Uh, not really fun to see, yeah. but it makes me feel bad for playing this SpongeBob movie. So, uh. <laughs> I, I I downloaded a bunch of SpongeBob noises beforehand, so I have yeah, you to, probably should. I need to get the SpongeBob oh, noises no, for I gotta get this one. I have to get another one on here. Okay, uh, but <sighs> next up uh, we have Riot Games, uh, who will actually compensate 1,548 women for gender discrimination. Hit that SpongeBob sound again. Jesus, again. which one? <laughs> yeah, that's more deserving. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> So over 1,500 Riot Games and hundreds of Activision Blizzard workers are receiving compensation after the company settled lawsuits for gender discrimination, workplace harassment, and other serious grievances. Uh, as reported by Axios, the new details come by way of a court filing by Rust Consulting, which managed uh, the settlement process on behalf of all of the claimants. So back in 2021, which we've covered this quite a bit, Riot Games settled yeah. a class action gender dim- discrimination lawsuit agreeing to pay former and current workers compensation from a pool of $100 million that they have set to the side. Uh, claimants will receive an initial payment ranging from $2,500 to $5,000 with additional damages up to a cap of $40,000 also paid out depending on whether the worker was a contractor or full-time staff member and the length mm. of time spent at the company. Seven individuals opted out of the settlement, um, which is crazy. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to think about like that they opted out of it. Like That's just nuts to me. But uh... Sorry. <laughs> So it initially began in 2018 when two employees, one current and one former, sued the company following the release of a damning investigative report by Kotaku, which laid bare the culture of sexual discrimination and harassment that had taken root at that company. Uh, the plaintiffs also sought damages for breaches relating to the California Equal Pay Act, which I completely Wait, agree you... about. 
What? I agree with it too. Did you say racism? No. What'd you say? Where? What, which one did you say? Sexism, racism, and something. It was the end something. Laid bare the culture of sexual discrimination and harassment that had taken place at the company. Oh, I was going to play a difference. I was going to play something if you said racism. Never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the plaintiffs also sought damages for breaches relating to the California Equal Pay Act. Like I said, I very much agree on equal pay. I don't feel like women should be paid less for it. Or I don't feel like anybody should be paid less than anybody else. Like, let's just put I it feel like, like I feel like you should be paid for the work you put in. For sure, like the work that you put out, really, like because you no, know the work you put in, work you put out. No, not even the work that you put in, because some things that come easily to others are harder for other people. So I'm mm. not judging a a job done based on what how it was done. It's how like it it it's that it was done. I know I'm on I'm time. It worked. You saying, understand what I mean? Like, and that I'm, that applies to anything for real. Like, you have people who things come naturally to. Like, that's why I, I was know. saying specifically not to judge the way that somebody puts in the work. I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how like I'm talking about like the 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 effort that they put towards the towards that stuff and whatnot. And oh, all right. That, that, that's based on like how easy it is to somebody, but like you can tell like the amount of effort or the the amount of passion that someone has behind the, the work that they put, produce and stuff like that. Right. Um, For sure. So yeah, that, yeah. 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 <clears throat> but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I. <laughs> I was gonna play David Guetta ends racism as a way to Oh my god. And, like I don't know about and, that. And the misogyny in this company. <laughs> yeah, and this misogyny in this company. Like uh shout out to their families. Uh if you if you really would. Um Uh no, so I mean it's a good it, it's a long time coming, but they still have more time more stuff to figure out because Activision Blizzard getting absorbed into microsoft but that's possibly not going to go through and then they have the whole company dealing with layoffs and strikes and unions and paying people off for the lawsuit it's the damages <laughs> we're not done talking about it. it's been what two years it's been more than two years it said since 2018 for real like so mm. yeah this is something that's going to continue to go on and uh we're going to hear more about it because you know i'm sure that this case in point has other companies running scared you understand what i'm saying yeah. uh there are certain companies who like you know not just gender bias but like racial bias uh like like uh you know like transphobia like all kinds of stuff needs to be tackled especially in uh creative art forms because it's not about what the package looks like on the outside you understand what i'm saying it's not mm -hmm. a it's not about like the fact that they have one genitalia over another it's like what they put out yeah not, so yeah yeah most definitely and uh i'm happy to see that uh you know they're keeping their word and not trying to back out of it legally they can't back out of it you know what i mean but uh it's nice to see that they're keeping their word. I know. Well, they're going to have to. Uh, speaking of people trying to keep their word, uh, Phil Spencer, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, like... There's two things that are going on right now. First thing, uh, the so they're what he calls the competition and market authorities. CMA um, for short. 
which I'm assuming the this is like a company that the, watches over the marketing aspect. The, this of, is of this like is not a company. This is this is a governing uh, body. Oh, a government. A, a, a government. Uh, this is a governing body uh, called the Competition yeah. and Market Authority, and they uh, look over every single trade deal of major. Yes. companies you know what i mean decision uh, to block microsoft's activision blizzard acquisition disappointing while reiterating the company's confidence and and commitment to closing the deal oh yeah so he's saying it's disappointing that they they aren't going to be able to close the deal as much as they want to um <clears throat> yeah but the, like the cma came out and was just like yeah we don't think that this is this is very well, legal and pretty much so or like soiling the the idea of this uh merger happening Period. I know, but at the same time, then they're also letting these other major mega corporations be already monopolies as is, and they're not doing anything about it. it they're it's ready. I don't know. It's a whole thing that really seems biased. Let's just go with that. It, it's a very biased kind of ideal of yeah. what they decide is going to be not monopolized and what should be. I don't know. So, the, yeah, they're just, of course, Phil Spencer is disappointed by that. Um, He's like, oh, we could have made so much money together. They defined a market of cloud gaming that in my mind doesn't really exist yet today. They define a market of cloud gaming that in my mind doesn't really exist today, but they have a point of view that maybe we have a lead in the market that is just forming. Um, For sure. I think <laughs> cloud gaming is definitely something of the future. Like, I yeah. personally have my own uses for it. Like, I know Zach uses it. Like, and we both use it through our backbone. You know what I mean? Uh, it says it says the CMA has concerns about the cloud gaming market is the reason why they it prevented the acquisition. It's one of the reasons. Um, well, yeah, the, it would provide them with too much of a monopoly in uh, uh, online space. Yeah, is what they're is what they're saying. Which I get. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, oh, it's happened already on other things like like streaming services. And also uh, uh, brands, like big major brands. Disney owns like half of the major brands these days now. Right. Uh, like for media specifically. Um, but <clears throat> we also got another Phil Spencer thing as he has talked about taking full responsibility for Redfall's poor release. Redfall came out and did really bad. Um, I and reported really, on that as well. Like, because I was great. interested. I, I It looked interesting. Mm. It looked like a Left 4 Dead copy. It's you made know what I mean? by Arcane Studios. Which is usually a really good studio, I know. Which have made good things like Deathloop, which was amazing, and yeah. I haven't finished it, but I want to. They've made all we have the a whole summer games, which I played all of them, and they're all fantastic. Um, we have a whole and, summer now, bro. I know, I'm just like, I, it's kind of disappointing to see that, like, maybe they were working on something else in the side, and this was, like, something they were testing out new, and it just No, it's probably out. that they didn't get enough funding from Xbox itself, yeah. uh, especially for a direct-to-Game Pass game like this. Like, that. Plus, this is, a, this is an embarrassment, honestly, on Game Pass. Were they like, building it on a new engine, too? I have no idea, but like I said, the game is capped at 30 FPS, and it looks like fucking ass. Like, mm. I, I played at least 10 hours into this game, alright? Like, I'm not completely done, because I was doing side missions and stuff like that, and safe house missions, and all kinds of other stuff, but yeah, I played thoroughly through the game, like, and, <laughs> and it could work 
if they do some major overhauling to quite a few aspects and the first one would be you know uh upwards of you know 10 to 20 gigabyte update that allows you to fucking play this game in 60 fps first of all like the the machines can handle it it's just like why didn't you do this especially for a next gen game that makes no sense this also comes from Phil Spencer saying that they he reassured the fans that Starfield had a much better job of getting the backing from Xbox than Redfall did. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm he saying. Just... Like he, he his money is shifted somewhere else and everybody's talking about Starfield. You know what I mean? Mm. I have high hopes for Starfield. I'm excited about Starfield. I want to see how it's looking cuz last time it was not looking so fucking hot. You know what I mean? Like it 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 just was not looking hot. And I know that it was just like uh it, not textured and stuff like that because of how early access that it was you know what i mean how fucking it wasn't it was still an alpha you know what i mean what mm. what they were the the footage that they were showing us and uh i hope that maybe they come a little bit further on it and please for the love of god do not feel like you know that you need to push this game out like i i would literally rather wait two years than wait six months and have a shitty game some people don't like to do the waiting oh well it's not about them you know what i mean i think people i think people have become more well you know like i I feel like they're just upset about like their roi on the fucking game i know like (laughs) and it's uh their own fault so okay so the the redfall was the team's first major project in several years to use unreal based technology so they used it on a different they used it on something they were not familiar with and i think that also probably did not help to the fact of them making this game um i thought i was under the impression they were making it on the same engine as they made other games that they've done but i guess not so i I don't know, but yeah, his quote that's... here says, "I'm disappointed. I'm upset with myself. I kind of revisit our process. I think back to the announcement of 60 frames per second. Then we weren't shipping 60 frames per second. That was our punch in the chin, rightfully, a couple of weeks ago." Uh, yeah. He said, "The critical response is not what we wanted." Uh, he said, "One thing I'll fight is the idea of what went wrong." said there's clearly quality and execution things we can do but one thing i won't do is push against the creative aspirations of our team which i you know what i agree with like i said if this game was made properly like in 60 fps i feel like this game could look amazing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh it's it's just like when you stake a vampire and they and they catch on fire and then they burn up in into ash you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the game is like so stuttery like it's a fucking nightmare and let alone if you have like three or four enemies like within the uh uh close you know uh distance from you then you're gonna get lots of stuttering uh i had a horrible cloud gaming experience with redfall i was like oh no i gotta play this on the machine like this is bad i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it comes down to poor management poor execution on the developer's part but that also is on the part of management probably pushing the developers into working with an engine that they probably weren't as familiar with uh for working on their games i don't know there could be many factors uh there i i'm i'm fine with not playing the game i don't have an issue with that I'll, well I it's stuff. like i said the the they could have done so much better with this like i'd ra- i'd rather them fucking remastered left for dead you know what i mean I'll, like i would play that, a remastered wait. left for dead i'll wait until 
I can play a different title or whatnot. Yeah, but uh, for a game that you can have, you can host, not to mention the fucking hosting problems. Like, this game can be played, like, co-op, you know what I mean? With friends! With missions, and kind of like what I... We've been doing with Halo Infinite, which has had its own fair share of glitches that we have come across uh, already in the. Uh, this this probably comes from the way the way the game is coded. Honestly, I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna have everything figured out for a co-op game of that scale. Inst- uh, at least that, on the scale. But the insta death one like was. Fucking the insta death ones are funny Dude, though. Those <laughs> were so funny. Like I was like, no fucking way! It won't let us like progress, and we just kept dying. We kept dying. We had to end the in the session and then start over the session. And it pe- and it picked up our save uh, twice, two or three times. I think that happened. It did it twice, twice because we had the la- we had the laser, and the laser would it it, it wouldn't let us press the button. It wouldn't let us press the button that one time. And then, like, the, the tracker marker disappeared that one time. Uh, like, when we were I, in, in that building uh, fighting uh, that fucking boss. Oh, 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 oh my oh, God, oh, the mini boss. Like, uh, yeah, okay, so, well, yeah, anyways, uh, speaking of bugs and whatnot, uh, Apex Legends has is known uh, for having some bugs. And this is crazy, but apparently Dude, this months, is fucking hilarious to me. Months like, of <laughs> bugs from an Apex Legends were caused by uh, a single line of code, and they figured it out. They finally figured out what is causing a slew of audio and graphical bugs. Yeah, uh, like uh, <laughs> there's phantom particle effects, missing rifle sounds, disappearing grenades that would fail to explode yet deal the correct amount of damage to nearby enemies. Uh, the bugs hadn't appeared in playtesting, but after a preliminary investigation, uh, the most likely cause of the missing effects was narrowed down to a limitation in how the game's servers pack- parsed out effects. Um, like they so- had a limitation on the effects for the server when they did it. When the- there was probably more effects that were beyond the limit. Yeah, so there was they, they thought it working. was they thought it was completely something else essentially. I said the team then worked to ferret out which faulty process or asset was causing the effect overload. Uh, it said, however, as noted in the Reddit update, each new season of Apex Legends sees the introduction of thousands of asset tweaks and code adjustments. Finding the cause yeah. of the problem would be akin to hunting down a needle in the haystack. And yeah. uh, so it was hard to reproduce despite detailed reports. Uh, had minimal leads internally and there were no metrics to prove definitely that the limit was being hit at all. Like, eventually the team found their needle. It was a single line of code that was attached to the Nemesis rifle that had been introduced in Season 16. The Nemesis was created with a bespoke particle effect, which increased in intensity as the weapon was repeatedly fired. Uh, so so think of, like, a, an, an overload function for a Halo gun. You know what I mean? Uh, something like that where you're, like, shooting a plasma cannon or something like that, and it gets too hot and it has to stop. Jesus, like I'm reading. Up. I'm reading what this like, is, and this is basically what would happen is you have this little fucking and like fusion core in your hand. Yes. And when you're not using it, it's it, 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 instead of it turning itself off, it just keeps it, going. It kept it going, keeps, and and it kept going, and uh, because it kept going, it, it pretty much they had. I, I think they had a loop. You know what I mean? They had a loop problem. That's a feedback loop. It's a it's a complete feedback loop problem. Yeah, and... they, they they definitely had a loop problem, and it they they probably literally forgot to uh you know put a fucking semicolon or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but it caused or it, they had the wrong indention. 
You know what I mean? It's it's like it's, so whenever you're using code and you ask the code what's wrong and then it just comes up with the answer. And it answer. throws it through. It throws a code for line <laughs> 1000 when the actual problems on line 2 coding in C. That's what my brain sounds like coding. I when I did Python in community college, that's how it felt because I was like where's the error and then and then and then it's just like, I don't know, you figure it out. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, I'm much more familiar with Unity now, like, than mm. anything else. So C Sharp is uh, one that I'm actually pretty comfortable with, like, I, if not, say, uh, my go-to language if I'm, yeah. if I'm coding. Which is really weird to say that it's fucking C Sharp and not, like, C or Java. But I'm not really working on, you know, web pages and uh, shit like that. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, 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 next up we have uh, Amnesia. Gameplay the from the new Amnesia game. Uh, Ten minutes of gameplay actually, to be exact. Uh, this article, the person, the person definitely is is on your side of like, I am not playing this. This I will not. I will. No, they said I will play it, but I won't enjoy it. I'll play it and I will enjoy it. Uh, as what's in this trailer? Well, you get a bunch of exploring in this bunker, which, by the way, the textures look great. I'm watching it right now and just skimming through it. Um, there's also giant fucking rats. Love that, that. Yeah, giant rats. And also you have one bullet in a very bad, bad gun. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this uh, uh, camera business that they got going on here. I just don't like uh, it. Like, uh, do they have laudanum? I, do I get to take some laudanum? It depends on if it's in the. Oh it's in my the, god! Did hands just reach out of the wall? <laughs> That's a no for me, dog. That's a uh -huh. no for me, yeah. dog. So, so how the flashlight works is it's a it's a wind up flashlight. It has it has like a wind a little like gear that you pull like a pulley, like the 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 string on the back of like Woody from Toy Story. It's like one of those, and then you pull it, and then it winds up the uh, generator on the flashlight, and then you use it for a bit. The gun has literally one bullet in it in this ten minutes. Uh, it is, <laughs> and to say the least, it is a shitty ass gun. Um, I will play it to be clear, but I won't enjoy it. I will play it to be clear, and I will enjoy it because these games are very interesting to me. Um, that being said, I have not finished Rebirth, but the, I need to go back. The Amnesia games are pretty much the most I don't need this shit things I have ever played. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. So the the way they did the no, dude, I grew up watching PewDiePie play, play fucking Amnesia. You know what you I mean? Can, that was my. I don't know how that turned on. Did you hear that? Yeah. So that was my alarm clock. It says it's twelve o'clock. It's midnight. Um, I do not know how the alarm turns on on this thing. I think I accidentally switched it on. Uh, <laughs> just I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, no, that uh, was triggering. I was like, I thought you were playing sound effects. I was like, God, are those are those eyes in the background? Oh, I hate that. Oh no! Absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, no. those are some like big this, ass rats. This game is a big fuck naw for me, y'all. Um, you can watch me play it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can watch you play it, and then I can like laugh when you like shit yourself right in front of me. I throw I your will... fucking controller at my TV. 
I will not throw the controller at you. I know. Kid. I've never had a problem throwing controllers. I, I'm like, whose kid like had a problem like throwing controllers? Like, I I had, had anger no... issues as a kid, so I, I, I did throw a couple, but that was uh, after I got used to the anger, then I would stop doing that. Um, but that was when I was young, young. Uh, anyways, next thing. I move over Lager games. I... This is a, this is a little bit old. This is from a couple like a week or so ago, but this still needs to be talked about. Funko Pops is making a video game called Funko Fusion, which allows you to mix Funkos into a video game and do play you, together. Do you win Funkos? I don't know, man. It's just you should watch the teaser trailer. Just watch the teaser trailer. Gambling of course, kids. <clears throat> this has a much older uh, uh, feel to it, as has cult properties from Jurassic World, Back to the Future, Umbrella Academy, The Thing, Child's Play, Masters of the Universe, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I'm pretty sure Die Hard is in there at some point. Uh, it, for this Funko Fusion uh, trailer, at least the first one, you have He-Man, Marty McFly. Uh, I know there's a bunch of other ones, people getting amputated. Uh, from John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, yeah, uh, it's it, it's a it's a darker feel than from what the Leo games or Disney oh, Infinity. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, bro. Mm. His head got caught in a door, and his friend went to go pull him into the door, and his head popped off like a doll. I know. And his guts so I I want to I don't get exactly what this game is. Yeah, me. Either. I. I I Whoa. really don't. That Whoa. there's 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 some he put villains his hands or something inside of the body. Yeah, there's like, some right villains. at right it's, at one minute, like uh, a minute. Three. It's 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 literally the thing. It's literally the thing. It's that, that oh, scene where he puts his hands okay, inside okay, the body okay, okay. and then it opens up into a mouth and then it, it chomps the hands. Okay, down. I was trying to figure um, out. What they they're the really they're really going the way of making this like um a more mature game that's similar to this uh similar to the ones like lego games and stuff like that i wonder literally if it'll have the same setup because it's made by developers that come from tt games the people that develop the lego games it comes from developers that like left the company and stuff like that uh so they're making this it's interesting i need to see more and i need to see like gameplay exactly what the gameplay is okay, and i need to like see smash. if like how your funkos come into it i have this I is just not... an animated trailer like this isn't actually a gameplay trailer i know but they announced it and they're showing us off like the stuff that will be in the game i just i want to know more is the thing because i it's, it's weird to me, it's really weird. I understand the concept because Funkos are such a big pop culture. It says it appears I, I, Funko icon. fans can expect an experience similar to efforts like Lego Star Wars and Lego Harry Potter, which yes. I played all of Lego Harry Potter and I have Lego Star Wars downloaded. So, like, I like those games. You know what I mean? Like, I just hope that they take Battle the time and uh, put the put the put the effort into uh the story of what i you know funko verse what i think would be cool and this would be hard but i could do it it would have the same setup as like amiibos where you could like scan them in like if you had the boxes and stuff like that yeah i mean it would be interesting but it, i just i it'd be very difficult because they have someone backlog and they That'd also be have to tight as fuck, though. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. Yu-Gi-Oh, like fucking 3D, except it's like Smash, and but you only have the characters that you've bought in Funkos. 
<laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I do. I do. Um, this next one is our final one. Dude, I'd use Mechagodzilla. Mecha Mechagodzilla, my metallic version, like uh -huh. the entire time, like one shot kill, dead ass. I have Ma we I we both have Master Chief, so he could be entered into there. Yeah. <laughs> Master Chief versus Master Chief, Mortal Kombat. Uh, uh. So the last the last article is public domain as uh 100 acre words gets another rendition of itself horror style in a video game called uh called what is it called uh 100 acre wood is what it's called it's just called hunger 100 acre word um literally it is a first person action adventure from what it says promises a lovecraft style take on the world filled with Heffalumps, Woozles, and cherished characters like Eeyore Rabbit, Owl Kanga, and of course Piglet and Winnie the Pooh. But they are not exactly who, how you remember them. Uh, the trailer doesn't really show off what they look like, except it shows off what Pooh looks like at the very end, which he is a uh, <laughs> He looks like Momo. He's demented. He's little demented. <laughs> Run, hide, platform, solve puzzles, and shoot as you explore the 100 Acre Woods region in, or in any order you want. Do whatever it takes to avoid Winnie the Pooh as you sneak past the hostile creatures hiding in the darkness. Oh, by the way, I meant so, like uh, TikTok Momo, not Momo the Missouri Monster. Yes, 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 yes. TikTok. Big-eyed bird Momo. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a, a take like uh, Blood and Honey that came out. Jesus. And then there's also like a series that they're doing that's going to be like, that, that has like the high, like, uh, Christopher Robin gets high and uh, goes to the Hundred Egg Awards or some bullshit like that. They're doing that. It's weird to see these like adult renditions of this. And I, I, I get the the games where they want to make it horror based, but like, uh, it feels like a lot just happening trying to cash in on it. But I get we can it. rent Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey for ten dollars. That's not worth it. It is. It has, a three, it? it has a 3% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Jazz, jazz. Think about what you're saying to me. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying to you. Uh, think, think, about the, think about what you're saying. You want to spend $10 on a 3% Rotten Tomatoes I mean, movie. I've watched the After series, haven't I? But, but you have the special way of getting in there. Oh, can't well, you? Yeah, can't yeah. you? I, I don't know. I, yeah, like maybe I could. Maybe I okay. Could uh anyways i think that's it for this this is this is it uh thank you for listening uh i i i mean it's, it's the end but it is the end like, but it's really the it's only just begun no god please no, oh, no. come on don't Sorry. do me like that it wasn't, it wasn't oh, for you it was, it was supposed to be that's fucked up dog no it was I, I meant to play it it had its volume all the way down so it didn't play exactly where i wanted it to it was supposed to be of whenever i said the podcast is over and then it's supposed to say no uh <laughs> just bad timing gotcha gotcha whatever you say man it was bad timing. Um... Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I won't play that for our listeners. Yeah, yeah uh, don't do that. So I, I can't there's some there's some sounds that I have on here and you'll you'll hear them in the future or whatnot because I'm not done with any of them. One and I'm gonna day. add new ones too. Oh, um, but that one that you just heard, I 
probably will never play. <laughs> Just saying that that's one that is. Uh, if you want to know what it is, it, the the actual video on YouTube is called what was it called? Uh, uh, what what the what was it called? Oh, who wants to gnaw on human bones? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, uh, I, I yeah. definitely have a high definition version pulled up right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I found Anyways. it. <laughs> thank, thank you for listening. Uh... We we only legally purchase movies here. Thank you guys for listening and uh until next time. Uh Li- Lizzie's in a box. Yeah, now seriously. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> you guys have a great, great... Oh, I didn't get my fact. Oh. Um, my, my fact. Oh, whoops. Oh, I dropped my monster condom that I used for my magnum dong. All right, that's my fact. Good night. <laughs> Good night. It seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.